It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. Welcome aboard the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. We're in the same building, but in a different room today. We've been moved down the the hallway, and I kind of like it. It's a little bunker in here, but... It might be a a little echoey because it's so closed in, but uh, I feel safe in here. I feel like if somebody dropped a bomb outside, we'd survive. Well, legitimately, the the basement of McMorrin is a is a bomb <laughs> shelter. Pretty much, pretty much. Uh, I saw some more bombs yesterday. I think you saw a bomb that still hasn't landed. I did. Um, so we'll uh, we'll talk about. Actually, we'll do the ladies second today. We usually go ladies first, but we're going to talk baseball first um, and a couple of other things. Speaking of ladies, Mary Langeman. Where was uh, her offer from? Saginaw Valley. Yeah. So getting a Gleak offer before her well before her senior season. So she'll pl- be playing big. We, you knew she was going to be playing big time basketball somewhere, but I'm assuming what will be the first of many big you know, time it, offers. It's it, it's I knew she was good, mm-hmm. and I knew I'd seen her play before, and that's why I knew she was good. But seeing her in that quarterfinal game and the fact that she had a big game against Country Day, and just the way she shoots the ball. Her release is so quick. She's a great catch-and-shoot basketball player, and I think she'll do well. Oh, yeah, wherever she ends up going, but congrats to her. All right, Uh, anything else that we need before we get into it? Uh, I don't think so, but we do have a lot to talk about from uh, the last couple days, and yeah, we won't waste any time. All right, we'll get right into it when we come back. Tri-County Equipment is your local John Deere dealer. With 10 locations in southeastern Michigan, Tri-County Equipment can help you get the equipment you need. From tractors to ATVs, from snowblowers to used equipment, Tri-County Equipment is your one-stop shop. Right now, Tri-County Equipment is offering free home delivery on select John Deere models. For a full list, visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Tri-County Equipment with 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. If your windows stick, (laughs) slip, (laughs) squeak, or leak, 
Replace them with Anderson windows with low E glass, low maintenance exteriors, and rich wood interiors, standard and custom sizes. They can turn simple window replacement into serious home improvement. Ah. Hi, Chip Mortimer here, inviting you to experience the difference at Mortimer Lumber. Our expert staff will be here to help before, during, and after the sale. Stop by Mortimer Lumber, 24th and Lapeer Avenue in Port Huron. Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Michaels, your dealer for the people. Dennis, what are you doing? I'm trying to do a commercial for Michaels Car Center, but there's so much they do. Like what? Well, they do sales, service, and rentals. They have a body shop. They buy used vehicles. They'll beat or match any deal. Plus, there's guaranteed credit approval. Wow, I knew Michaels Car Center has been the area's hometown dealer for 35 years, but with all that, Michaels really is your dealer for the people. Michaels Car Center, 4371 24th Avenue, Fort Grand. Open 8 to 6 weekdays, 9 to 3 on Saturdays. Michaels, your dealer for the people. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. Dura Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Dura Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Dura Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, you're back with Dennis and uh, Brady, the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports podcast, and uh, we've got uh, a lot of uh, good stuff to talk about on the uh, show today. We're going to start with uh, baseball, uh, and we'll start uh, with a game that neither one of us saw, but it's significant because the Big Reds are off to a really good start in baseball right now. They shut out Frazier on uh, Monday, three to nothing. So they got some good pitching. Yep, you've seen them play once. Yeah, it, it, I it, don't because they're so young. You don't know that it's sustainable, but because they're so young, they might not know any better. And you get confidence, and confidence will take you a long. And way. here's the thing, they. Should have won that game against Cusno. If they, if you take away that first inning, which you can't, but they they booted the ball a little bit in the first inning, and that's what cost them the game against Cusno. But besides that, you're looking at a three and one port here on high team that we didn't know a lot about and didn't talk a lot about. And yeah, they've played the two bottom teams in the league, but you got to beat them, like you said before we went on the air. 
okay, so you play them first. You, you still got to beat them. You still have to win those games, whether you play them first in the middle or at the end of the season. Those are games you're expected to win. Uh, and the thing is, is again, we're talking about a really, really young group of players headed by Amari Holler, who we know is a stellar athlete, mm-hmm. and we know how good he was on the football field as a freshman. Mm-hmm. Um, and baseball is his best sport, I'm told. Uh, and then you've got Gavin Troy, who uh, has already done some big hitting. And, and so uh, the, the future is bright. E- even if the, the Big Reds don't win league this year, just the fact that we're talking about them in the, the chase right now and everybody's chasing them right now, uh, think about this. We've got three or four more years of this for a lot of these guys. Yeah. And, uh, well, they are now in the lead because – Port here on Northern lost their first league game to Marysville in a game that was I did not expect to see this Marysville routed the Huskies 15 to 1 I saw the pitching matchup was going to be Larry Smayfield versus Owen Johnson I went let's go three to two ball game because Marysville had I saw that matchup and I thought two to one ball yeah Marysville scored four runs in their first uh, week in league and they must have been saving it for for Monday because their bats just exploded um, off out out of the gate. They jumped Owen Johnson like before he could really gather himself and settle in. Uh, he was already down. So the game starts and it's single fielder's choice, single, 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 pop out error, walk, single. Ground out, and that's the first inning. They sent 11 uh, players to the plate. They scored five runs, and before the Huskies get even a chance to swing the bat, they're down 5 nothing. And, you know, as a pitcher, you come out, you're Larry Smayfield, you're already a good pitcher. And you get that, and you're like, all right, cool. I just have to throw strikes. And, yeah, he threw pretty well. Uh, Northern wouldn't score their first run to the third, and that was the only run they scored. Larry Smayfield went six and a third innings with six strikeouts. He did walk five. That was the lone kind of blemish on him. But let's go through some of these batting lines for Marysville. Zach Meyer, four for four in six plate appearances with a walk and a hit by pitch, two RBIs. He was someone that the Vikings didn't get a ton out of last week, and yeah, he was one of those saving it for today. Every swing he took had a lot of confidence. He missed a home run that hooked foul by about a foot. Um, he was but, swinging the bat really well. this is a player well. we knew had it. And, oh, yeah. And you thought, well, when it warms up a little bit, his bat's well, going to warm And up. here's the thing. It's, it's tough in high school because, like, usually baseball is a game where you need a huge sample size to see how good a player is. Like, even in the MLB, you'll get players that say, okay, he did it for a season. Can he do it again? And that's 500 at-bats. So, okay, a good player struggled for 11 or 12 at-bats. He he showed up against Northern. Uh, Maceo Miller, he only had one hit, but it was a huge RBI double. Larry Smayfield had three hits on the day, including four RBIs. And Dennis, he almost carried the left center wall at Northern. Like, it was to the right of the 365 sign, and it one-hopped the fence. He absolutely crushed it. Uh, John Herdebeest, had three hits. He had uh, a single and an RBI from Ryan Ferguson. Nick Hong is a really nice player that I 
don't think gets a ton of attention. Another good day. Three for five for him. He plays a very solid right field, and he's just a really nice piece. I don't think he'll ever be the superstar, get all the awards and acclaim, but he's a guy that takes your team from being middle of the pack to near the top of the league because he's the kid in the bottom of the order that gets the clutch hits. Yeah, and two names you didn't mention who have some pop in their bat. Ryan Ferguson uh, definitely has home run capability, but he got involved. And Owen Vaggy, I don't think he started the game, but uh, didn't he have an RBI double in that Yeah, one? Owen Vaggy came in, and in the seventh inning where Marysville added seven runs, yeah, had an RBI double. Um, for Northern, honestly, their best batter of the day didn't get a hit. Another, I said last week, Caleb Collier needs to find a four-leaf clover. So does Nick Cartmel. So his first at-bat is a ground out to the shortstop. It was whatever. He, he got beat on a pitch. Next time he comes up, it is, I think the score at this point is 6-1. to one. Northern has the bases loaded with one out. So, like, if Northern wants to get back in this game, they need, they need a big hit. Cartmel. Hits one on the screws, absolutely tattoos it, and it goes just to the right of Kyle Nagan at second, reaches out, grabs it, and then just dives to the second base and tags out. Boom, inning-ending double play. Kid hit it. Perfect swing from him. Couldn't ask for more out of your cleanup hitter. Comes up next time. Hits a towering deep fly ball that Nick Hong probably had to Get some paint off his jersey from standing at the fence to catch it. So he's now uh, a couple inches to the left from having at least two RBIs and a couple of uh, about a foot back from having a home run. And his last at bat, this is in the seventh inning, it was 15 to 1 at this point. He hits a slow ground ball, but he's still hustling down the line. Do- doesn't care that he's down 14 in the seventh. He beats this throw, Dennis, by a step and a half. And you could tell the umpire went, I'm cold. It's 15 to 1. You're out. We're going home. <laughs> and he turned and he was just like, he had that face like, are you kidding me? Really? So, yeah. Nick Cartmel ended up, uh, should have had better fortunes. Um, probably the best hitter uh, stats wise, Derek Ruiz. Uh, one for one with three walks drawn and a double. So, he was uh, the most consistent. Uh, pitcher for or batter for the Huskies. Yeah, he had three hits the game I, I saw with a couple of uh, doubles uh, as well. I also like Ryan Forlastro, uh for uh, Northern, another young player that we're going to be talking about for a few years. He did but, have a single in that game. Struck out twice, but he scored the lone run. I, I hope there's not a pattern going here for the Huskies because when I saw them against Frazier, again, the, the prisoner pitched and got jumped for four runs in the top of the first. Now, in that game, the Huskies came back and scored seven in the bottom of the first, and Presner shut them down the rest of the way. But you just uh, you, you see patterns develop, and you hope that a pattern for Northern isn't getting jumped in the first inning. Mm-hmm. Because, uh, again, I'm not saying they have a bad offense. I'm saying they have an offense that hasn't been scoring a ton of runs so far this season. Yeah, I mean, he was... He's uh, Nate Manis has a squad there that I mean they're still first in the league. They're still three and one, and it was one bad game. It happens in baseball, and tonight, if long as the weather as long as the weather holds out, 
I'm sure I'll see a really low-scoring game. I'm assuming I'll see Maceo Miller pitch, and I'm not sure who's going for the Huskies. But they have some other good uh, arms. Mm -hmm. I haven't seen Huber start, but when they bring him in as a reliever, Mm -hmm. he throws so well. And like I said, Presnar, he's a slow starter, but once he gets into the groove by the second inning, he, he does uh, a really good uh, job. Uh, I saw some pretty good pitching myself on Monday in uh, a big BWAC showdown between Richmond and Croslex out at Richmond. First off, everything they've done at the Richmond ball field is stellar. Um, they, they've kind of redone the infield, and now it's like Marysville where there's no dirt path up either line. It's all grass on the infield, Be, you know, as you run up the line, home plate to first, third base back to home. Uh, and the fences are now rounded, um, and so it makes it, – it's to me, it's still a big ballpark, but it makes it a little more fair. Like, it's 340 down the line, mm-hmm. 345 in the gaps and in center field, which is strange to me. You don't normally see, like, left center, center, and right center the same distance. Which, again, I talked to you about this, and I, I don't know if I'm misremembering, but I swear, because the bus garage behind Richmond – that the fences just used to shoot straight out, yeah. and I swear that like left center was like four ten with a twenty foot high fence. Yeah, and they they do have the high fences all the way around, and right is now um, three twenty five if you can get it down the line. But still, you know, it, it takes a shot to get out of there. And I did see a home run. Yes, but it was an inside the park home which, run, which for a is small, very exciting for a smaller field. You don't usually expect that. Yeah, uh, it, it, it was uh, that was very exciting. That was uh, Carson. They told me to say G. We were just with somebody yesterday who kept calling him Gee. So I don't know. I'm going to say G because that's what uh, the scorekeeper mm-hmm. told me, and he's been keeping score there for like 50 years. So, <laughs> uh, but uh, at any rate, it started out. Uh, Croslex came out first. And uh, Ben Hitzelberger was pitching for Richmond, and they tell me he can touch 90. Um, uh, he, he wasn't throwing that hard, but it was cold. Yeah. It was really cold, and, and I don't think anybody could really get loosened up. But, yeah, leadoff single by Ben Davis, a player that I like a lot, little catcher. Uh, then you had a strikeout. Then he walked Soper. And then uh, Vinny Grappi. Vinny Grappi can hit. And he just, when he comes up to the plate, he just looks like he's in scoring position, ready to hit. Uh, very confident about what he does in the batter's box. And he ripped a single. He had a couple of hits and a walk uh, in the game. Uh, and, in fact, they intentionally walked him in the top of the seventh. And, and putting him on was the go-ahead run. Right. Uh, but they didn't, they're like, we can't be bothered with this. It must be a Richmond thing. Coach Evans did it. And I saw Coach uh, – um, uh, Howard Stewart do it in the softball game on Saturday uh, when Claire Borg came up with a chance right. to hit a nope. two-run homer in the, the seventh that would have ended the game. He was like, nope, somebody else has got to beat us. Um, don't care what it means. But then he settled in, and he actually struck out five in a row at one stretch, uh, and his team came back and tied it in the bottom of the uh, first with two outs. Hudson Davenport is a big dude. You look at him and you go, he's got to be the center on the football team. <laughs> They tell me he plays tight end. Uh, and he beat out an infield hit and then stole second. This is a big guy. And then he scored from second on an RBI single by Reese uh, Rinna. So that tied the game at one. Croslex took the lead with three straight singles to load the bases. 
Then Tyler Johnson hit a shallow fly ball that didn't score a run. And then while uh, Isaac Lermo was batting, they threw a wild pitch. And that's how Crosslex scored their second run. And that was the last run that they uh, scored. Uh, after that, uh, Hitzelberger and G shut them down the rest of the uh, way. G hit a one-out inside the park home run to center field in the bottom of the third to tie the game. Fly ball, uh, Lerma ran back like Willie Mays, back to the infield, and he dove to try to catch it, and that was his downfall because the ball was about five feet away from him when he dove. And by the time he got up and ran it down out in center field, yeah, G was already at third base, and he wasn't slowing down. And if it's, and if it's dead center, you don't have any help from your corner outfield. Yeah, no, he had to go and get it himself, and the, there wasn't even uh, – the, the ball was still – like the shortstop, Johnson was – out in like mid center field when G dove head first into home. He didn't do it, but I think he was just being dramatic. Hmm. He didn't need to do it, but he could have gone in standing up. And then uh, Richmond pushed a run across uh, in the third inning uh, or in the fourth inning, excuse me, on uh, three singles. Uh, Brock uh, Riggs got the, uh, the hit that put him ahead. And that was it. There were some base runners and some threats by, by both sides, but nothing real serious. Uh, and in the top of the seventh, uh, they got a one-out single from Townsend, but then they got Soper to bounce out, but Townsend mm-hmm. went over to, to second on the play, so they intentionally walked Roppy. They were not going to let him drive in the tying run. Uh, and then uh, Tyler Johnson came up, and he hit a scorcher. I don't know if you knew this. Tyler's a switch hitter. I did not know that. Because Hitzelberger is a lefty, so he hit right-handed his first three times up, and then they brought in G, who's a righty, and he hit left-handed in his last at-bat, and he hit a really? rocket out to left field on a clothesline right where the left fielder was standing. Have you seen a switch hitter in high school? Not many, but yeah. Yeah, I, I have. You see it more in softball than you do in baseball nowadays, but mm-hmm. I have seen kids who, who switch hit, um, and and clearly it's not a, a fluke because he hit the ball as hard left-handed as he did right-handed. Uh, so uh, he's just... He's just a good athlete. Yeah. What are you going to do? He, he, he can just – he can play ball. But uh, Soper went five. He took the loss despite giving up just three runs. Scattered nine hits. Didn't walk anybody. Everybody throws strikes. Um, and he struck out six. And Hitzelberger went five. Two runs, six hits, two walks, both in the first inning. And then he settled down there. Uh, he struck out seven. At one point, he struck out five in a row. Uh, G pitched uh, the last two for Richmond – to get the save, gave up uh, two hits, a walk, and a strikeout. No, uh, other than the last ball by Johnson, nobody hit the ball hard against him. Uh, and I did get to see um, Tyler pitch one inning. His defense tried to let him down. Uh, error, then a pop-up, then an error, but then he got a double play. So that's kind of the rundown on that one. That was a good one. They're going to play again today up in uh, Croswell. And yeah. I imagine that there's no reason to think that won't be just as good a ball game. Yeah, and uh, Croslex needs this win to kind of stay atop the BWAC. Otherwise, Richmond kind of gets in the driver's seat. I mean, there's still a lot of season left, and baseball's a fickle game, but that would put Richmond square ahead uh, for a BWAC title early in the season. Other scores, Marine City in the first game they played uh, beat Moore and Mott. They had a doubleheader scheduled. Wyatt Walker had four hits and a couple of RBIs. Uh, Zach Tetler, four more hits for him and an RBI. Ian Blackstock, two hits, including a home run. Jeff Heslop, a home run. Those fences are kind of short at Marine City, but you don't but see you a never ton know of home where, runs. Yeah, you don't know, uh, know where the wind is coming from. Like on the softball field, 
Always blows out. Yeah. Always blows out. But on the baseball field, you get a lot of crosswinds and swirling winds. Yeah, Mason Walker had two hits and three RBIs. The second game was suspended in the top of the seventh due to darkness 7-7. Aren't you a little glad you ended up going to cross Lex Richmond so you didn't have to deal with a suspended game due to darkness? Yeah, that, that, that's all right. I mean, we they, they finished up, I think, at Kite Monroe, so yeah. we, we wouldn't have followed it there. No. Anyways, St. Clair beat Lons Cruz North 10-4 on Monday. Uh, Ford 3-0 over Anchor Bay and Clintondale 2-0 over New Haven. And then, of course, Marine City Mott had to finish up their doubleheader yesterday. And uh, i got to scroll up for it. Yeah, uh, walk-off walk. A walk-off walk. Uh, but the Mariners get the win 8-7 to in uh, that one. Uh, and Anthony uh, Rensel had uh, two hits, including a double, four RBIs, and Wyatt Walker hit a home run. So all, all of a sudden, a lot of power. From Marine City. They have strength. The Walker boys are strong. I know that they have other – Charles Tiger's a strong kid. Haslip's strong. Yep. I mean, they they take football as they're mostly their primary sport, so you, they, they don't skip the weight room, and then they won the – well, what ended up being the third game because they go, well, why are we playing just one inning? Might as well play game three. 12-5 to five the win. Mason Walker, three hits, and RBI. Wyatt Walker, three hits, and two RBIs. Jeff Haslip, two hits, including the triple and an RBI, and Charles Tiger a single and two RBIs. Uh, the other two baseball uh, scores were also from Kite Monroe yesterday, I believe. Uh, unless these games were at Everest. But Mooney got a couple of shutouts. Tommy Gill threw the complete game shutout in game one, and Mooney beat Clarkston Everest 6 to nothing. And then uh, Blake uh, Lutsky threw the complete game shutout in game two, and Mooney beat Everest 4 to nothing. Haven't seen Mooney yet, but... We will Friday. The, the, the word on the street is they can pitch. And I during basketball season, they told me they have at least six pitchers deep. And that's tough to do at any size school. But, all right, we'll talk about softball next and, well, saw a lot, saw more home runs. More home runs and more runs coming up. Tri-County Equipment is your local John Deere dealer. With 10 locations in southeastern Michigan, Tri-County Equipment can help you get the equipment you need. From tractors to ATVs, from snowblowers to used equipment, Tri-County Equipment is your one-stop shop. Right now, Tri-County Equipment is offering free home delivery on select John Deere models. For a full list, visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Tri-County Equipment with 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250-7520. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. 
Do you have the right financial advisor to help you reach your goals? Ameriprise Advisors can create a personalized, goal-based plan to help you prepare for whatever life brings so you can feel more confident about your financial future. Call Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. That's 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC. Member FINRA and SIPC. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. Looking for that perfect first vehicle for your kid's Sweet 16? Maybe you just want a quality vehicle at a fair price. Whatever your needs are, Jepson Car Company will take care of you. Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson has a wide variety of pre-owned vehicles that can fit your budget. With a great selection for first-time car buyers, check out their website at jepsoncarco.com. That's J-E-P-S-O-N-C-A-R-C-O.com. Or give them a call at 810-662-3048 to find the perfect ride. We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Dennis and Brady on the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports podcast. And uh, now let's uh, talk about the uh, ladies because uh, we were doing softball uh, yesterday. And... uh, more runs, man. Yeah. Just so high scoring. Every Beautiful day. day for softball, though. Oh, it was gorgeous. Absolutely And perfect. the wind was blowing out at my game. Not that the wind <laughs> helped the home runs. They, they would have been home runs on a non-windy day. Well, we'll start at what is the nicest ballpark I've seen all year at Memorial Stadium. Yeah, they've Stadium. done some great work there, haven't like, they? Like, just the little things, like the different colored dirt in the batter's box and the pitching mound, the PH logo behind home plate and the pitcher's mound. The new paint on the stands, like the fence is moved in, the lips gone, and it just looks gorgeous. But Marysville went to take on Port Huron High. Marysville went into the game seven and zero, left the game eight and zero. They won twelve nothing, and uh, it wasn't an awful game from PH. It was just kind of like slowly, slowly, slowly. Savannah Savannah Kanya pitched. She only gave up one in the first. 
She gave up three in the second, had a scoreless third inning, but then the fourth looked to keep it close. I mean, going into the fourth inning, it's 4 nothing, and you're going, okay. You know, Port here on highs, calm, like, figured it out a little bit. They've gotten better, which they have. I'll talk about that in a minute. And start of the fourth, ground out to short, ground out to the pitcher, and you're going, all right, she settled in. She's found a groove. The umpire had a big zone, which helped. And then the top of the lineup came up for Marysville. Kate Westmiller, single. Kirsten Smith, single. Avery Wolters, RBI double. Callie Perrin, walk. Anna Oles, walk, which were the only two walks of the day from Kanye. Then an error kept the inning alive. And then Megan Winston, a two-RBI single. Megan Lenarski, a single. And next thing you know, a 4 nothing game becomes a 10 nothing game in just one inning that started off very pedestrian. Uh, line scores for Marysville again. Wes Miller had a pair of hits, three hits for Kirsten Smith, including two RBIs. Uh, Avery Walters had a double and a walk, three hits, including a towering home run from Callie Perrin. Like, legitimately, it almost got as high as the lights. Like, that thing went way up. And at the old, like, they never moved the fences in. I think it would have been close. But if it didn't get out, she would have been out because it would have given Julia Gilbert plenty of time <laughs> to get back there to make the catch. Um, looking at some other notable players, Megan Lenarski had a double and a single for the Vikings and pitching. Kirsten Smith, 12 strikeouts out of 15 possible outs. She didn't walk anyone, which which is good. That had been kind of her... The one knock is she's she'll strike out a lot, but she'll walk some. No, yeah. so some call it being effectively wild, but yeah, I, I think it can lead to trouble. So. And it was a great performance from Kirsten Smith. Again, you strike out twelve. The only outs that weren't strikeouts were a flyout, a ground out, and a line out. And besides that, I mean. You do that, and you get three hits and a couple of RBIs. That's a good day at the office for Kirsten Smith. Uh, I love their lineup. Wes Miller is a great table setter. And then your next, what, six hitters, maybe your next seven, can all hit the ball up a gap or over the fence. Well, yeah, Um, I mean. Because you, you, you come at them with Smith, who's got power, Walters, who's got power, Perrin, who's got disgusting power. Kane has got power. Oles has got power. And, and I'm, I think that um, Megan Winston can hit the ball over the fence. And too. Then, I, I've seen her put it out foul. She hit, she hit a home run already this year yeah. when we weren't at the game. And Avery Woodard is like a second leadoff hitter. Yes. And she's in the nine hole, but that's kind of what you need. is. And, and you get Woodard and West Miller when you get to the bottom and you turn it over. You get them back to back, and a lot of times there's – Two players on base and after they both yeah. hit. Yeah. So they have a tough lineup. Port here on high, like I mentioned, they've gotten better from what I've seen in the beginning of the year. Yeah, that fourth inning hurt them, um, but Marysville's a really good team. A couple of players, I mean, we know the usual suspects. I mean, Emma Trombley had one of the hits. Morgan James had a double. Julia Gilbert had a hit. Um, but two players that... I don't know if they were JV call-ups, but I do not remember them from earlier in the season. Their first baseman, Neely Reed. She made a play at first that she took a hit away. It was a little dribbler on the infield, 
uh, I don't know if it was what Trombley it was, but picked it up, threw it over, and she had to stretch far to make this play. And she got the out, and it was a nice throw from, I again, I don't know if it was Emma or Izzy Trombley that threw it over. She made a nice play to take away a hit. And I know the Big Reds had struggled a bit defensively. And then in right field, Cammy Trendy played well. I mean, yes, there were some routine plays, but at one point, she made a sliding basket catch. She took a, a double away from someone, got in front of it, cut it off, made a really nice play to turn it into a single. And everything you hit out there was, was you knew you weren't going to get anything. She covers a lot of ground. She played well, and that's something, a, a, a step in the right direction for the Big Reds. At the plate, they didn't do a whole lot, but no one did a whole lot against Kirsten Smith. Yeah. Yeah, and corner outfield play has been a huge problem for the Big Reds uh, early in the season. Yeah, so those are two players that aren't going to show up on the stat sheet, but I thought in the field made a difference. And again, this is a game that was 4 nothing in the fourth inning before uh, you know uh, the bats got to Kanye. Portion on high is getting better, and yeah, they lost 12 nothing. Marysville, I just think, is a really good team. Who, by the way, they play Anchor Bay tonight. That's going to tell us a lot about how good these teams are. Yeah, because those are two good teams. Anchor Bay beat Chippewa Valley 10-0 yesterday, oh, by the way. Uh, Dakota over St. Clair 12-2. And then the game that I was at was Marine City, Port Huron Northern. First off, we had a late start. We were supposed <laughs> oh, to get yeah. going at 4.30, and only one umpire showed up, and he thought he was doing the bases, and it took him a long time to get his uh, – Well, and you originally thought the game was going to be at 4. It was yeah. supposed to be. Yeah. Well, it was on one schedule as 4, and then when I look back, it had been changed to 4.30. So, at any rate, that that's either here nor there. Meanwhile, my game started at 4. I was out of there by like 5. 30 you were in like the third inning yeah well because we didn't we didn't actually start until about uh 10 to 5 uh once once all the delays were done uh and the first couple of innings were pretty quick um uh abby Landshute was pitching for northern and she only allowed one base runner through the first seven hitters and then the third inning happened her team's up three nothing Northern Northern scored in every inning that they hit. They got a run in the first, run in the second, run in the third, two in the fourth, one in the uh, fifth, uh, but ended up getting mercyed 16-6 to six because Marine City got nine in the third, one in the fourth, and six in the fifth uh, when they just went off. But I don't know what happens to Northern. They'll be cruising right along, and then they'll have an inning like the bottom of the third. Uh, and and it, Marine City was just singled them to death. They had nine singles in the inning. And there was one error that would have been the second out of the inning. But even still, I mean, it was just a hit parade. RBI single for Miranda McNaughton in the first. RBI double for Rebecca Larson uh, in the second. Rebecca Larson's having a really good season at Northern. And we don't really talk about her that much, but she can play catcher, mm-hmm. third base, shortstop, and center field. She does a good – I saw her at center field. She did a good job patrolling yeah. the outfield. Yeah, uh, and, and she gets on base. She hits lead off for them. She gets on base, and there, there's a little pop in that bat too. And then uh, Miranda McNaughton hit one over the left field fence in the top of the third to make it 3 nothing. And it Go was in the a, woods. It was a bomb. It was a bomb. <laughs> oh, feeling better. 
feeling bad. Yeah. That one sneak. Wait, is, are you going to get no, the second I got sneeze? Caught, I got caught by the dust there. There is a little dust in the room over on my side. Uh, and that, so it's 3 nothing Northern going into the bottom of the third, and we were kind of cruising through the game. Uh, Kylie Rickert was pitching decently for Marine City. Uh, and then, yeah, the, the Blanchard single, steals second. Chartier single, scores a run. Volkman single. Volkman single. There's two Volkmans if you don't know. Uh, Pelagata single RBI. Then they struck out Maine. Then Coleman hit one back to the pitcher, and she airmailed the throw over to first base. Uh, and then it just really kept unraveling. Simon's RBI single, Rickert with a single, Blanchard with an RBI single, Chartier with an RBI single, then Isabella Volkman with a sacrifice fly to center before they got Olivia Volkman for the final out of the inning. But when the smoke cleared, they'd sent uh, 13 hitters to the plate and gotten nine hits and scored nine runs. And it went from being a, a 3 nothing game and cruising along to 9-3 to three going into the fourth. And you're yeah. thinking, now what? Because as soon as uh, Northern comes up, first hitter, double out to the fence. And then Ali Shagney does what Ali Shagney does when we're there. It's a two-run bomb to left. <laughs> That's her, what, fifth home run? And they've all been during games that we've done. Does, would she be on the top of our broadcast? I don't know how many has, have we seen Claire Borg hit. I saw her hit one at the beginning of the year. And then we saw three think, on I, seven. Yeah, I think she's hit four during our broadcast. So I Allie, can't remember if she hit one in. <laughs> no, she didn't play the one time that you did. A couple game. times, yeah, because she she did something to her ankle in the Anchor Bay game. But yeah, she's. But Chagney's hitting like eight hundred in our broadcast. Like she was two for three again yesterday. Yeah, and and she and her hits are legit. Like, like I said, she does not get cheated on a swing. Like I think I had the one day I had her, she was like. She started off like 0 for 3 with a couple dribblers and a strikeout, and then she made contact, and it, yeah. So it was 10-6 going into the bottom of the uh, fifth, and first hitter makes an out. Second hitter reaches on an error. Then there's a double. Then there's a ground ball that uh, didn't score a run. But then single, 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 double, double, and the game's over. Just like that, like uh, and the uh, the final hit, two run double by uh, Kaylee Rickert completed a day where she went four for two with two RBIs, walks off the game, was also the winning pitcher, and it was her birthday. So happy seventeenth birthday to Kaylee Rickert! They sang her happy birthday in the <laughs> dugout after the game. There you go, and that's a nice win for Marine City. I know I've been more bullish on the Mariners than most people. Not to say you haven't been, but I think they have no, a lot young. of young. They're young and they have a lot of athletes, but I don't know. I just see a lot of potential there. Like, yeah, there are going to be games where they stumble over themselves and you go, oh, they shouldn't have lost that game. But they play Gross Point South at home Thursday. I, won't, I We won't be at that game. But I'm going to be curious to see what that result is because if Marine City can keep it close or even possibly win the game, I think they have potential to, again, muddy things up in the blue. They're 2-3 and three right now, and Marysville's 4-0. and oh, And I don't know. It's going to be tough to knock off Marysville. But. Well, they're getting healthier, mm-hmm. uh, but they haven't had much luck on, on that front, and it's been good players who have been out. Mm-hmm. Like their best pitcher hasn't pitched this year mm-hmm. and might not. 
Yeah. I mean, you, you, you don't know uh, with the injury to Laboon. But, like, I see other people, like, I think Rickert gets a little bit better every time I see her play. Uh, Jay Blanchard's definitely getting better as the season goes on, especially at the plate. The Paige, Paige Nelson uh, had a, a big day yesterday, and she didn't start. She came in and had two singles off the bench. Uh, Pelagata plays really well, and and she's hitting more and more now. And, yeah, they the, the two Volkman girls, uh, one plays third, one plays center. They're good defensively, and they're pesky up at the top of the batting order. They always have good at-bats. They can bunt. Uh, and, and they they find a way to to get on base. So there is stuff to like about Marine City, but every once in a while they remind you that they're a young team because they do things that young teams do. Mm-hmm. But again, they have the, again they're very green, they're very raw. They have potential to be a good team that Coach Laboon's had in the past. Yeah, St. Clair lost yesterday, but they won on Monday. They beat Lakeshore eight to two. Um, Algonac all over Cousineau, 17 to two, and it was a homer fest for Algonac. Uh, Kenna Bomarito hit a grand slam. Ella Stevenson, Sophia Devorne, and uh, Maria Simpson also hit home runs, and Anna Sampier hit a three-run double. And you know what this score tells me? Because I saw Cousineau put up 23 runs. That Algonac has pitching, and that was the one thing. Like I saw them pitch for three innings. I don't know. Yeah. Warren Cousineau is a good hitting team. I know it's a non-league game. Maybe they didn't have their A-plus lineup. Still, the way this year's gone, holding a team to two runs, you have to pitch fairly well to do that. Yeah. Anchor Bay over Gross Point North, 13-2. So let's see, Anchor Bay has outscored two teams this week, 23-2 to going into that Marysville game. Uh, Gross Point South over New Haven, 16-3. to Yeah, Anchor and, Bay 11-2 on the year, by the way. Yeah, and Brown City and Memphis split a doubleheader. Brown City jumped out 7-0 in game one and had to hold on for a 14-12 win over Memphis. And then Memphis in the second game just destroyed them 19-2. to And Memphis has only lost two games all year now. Mm-hmm. The, the, again, uh, that would make them 12-2 and two through 14 games, Memphis. Not bad at all. And then, uh, yeah, we just had a few games yesterday. What, the Dakota beating St. Clair 12-2 to two and Anchor Bay beating Ship Valley 10 nothing. Yeah, so a uh, lot of runs being scored in softball. Can't explain it. Don't really want to at this point anymore. I'm, well, done, I ta- I'm done talking about it. I'm The, the girls can hit. And I, and I did talk to a couple coaches uh, this week, and they're like, yeah, I think the bats have something to do with it. And the other thing, they're like, umpires, at least it seems like, have are, are having a tighter strike zone. So it's forcing girls to catch a lot of the plate. Well, you got juiced bats, and you do that, starts to fly. So And, and the, uh, the, the fact, and, and I think it was the assistant coach at Marine City who pointed out to me, you know, it's a lot easier to hit in the off season to go somewhere and swing the bat. Pitching is different, and missing last year puts a lot of the pitchers a year behind. Right, especially the ones that don't play travel ball, that softball isn't their number one sport, that the ones that it is, yeah, they had a travel season last year, but not everyone did. You get these three-sport athletes, they're not going to pitch the same as uh, other kids. So we're, we're, we're still seeing a ton of runs and a ton of home runs. The home runs are fun. When they're happening, but then you kind of scratch your head afterwards and go, man, I just saw for the second time this year, a girl hit two home runs in an inning. I just watched a team hit four bombs, bombs, like nothing cheap. There's no, no wall no scrapers. wall scratchers, nothing. They're, they're bombs. 
uh, and and they're flying out in like uh, I'm seeing line drive home runs to center field that get out in three seconds. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like boom, and you barely have a time to say, "Oh, there's a long." Uh, yeah, it's gone. <laughs> Sometimes they hit it, and you just go, "Yeah, that's gone." Yeah, yeah, like Callie. You don't Perrin. even get dramatic about it. Like Callie Perrin's last night was was just like, "Oh my goodness!" Like it hurt my neck looking up for it. Like that was a towering home run. Like you, you can hear the bing, and you're just like gone. Mm-hmm. It's gone. Forget about it. Yeah. Outfielder doesn't even move. I almost think we need to have a home run derby with in, <laughs> in softball because, no, there's so many home runs and there's so many home run hitters. You're telling me we can't get eight of the best softball hitters around? And, I don't know that eight would be enough. And just have an absolute just I I bet crank. if I sat here and just started writing names down of girls I've seen this year, in fact, I should make a list of the home runs because I've now seen, I think it's 30 home runs this season and just see who has hit them all. But I, I, I bet I could write down even girls I haven't seen it hit a home run that I know can hit one. Yeah. Uh, my list is going to be over 20 players. Yeah. So, all right. Well, let's, let's pay the bills and then we'll come back for our final segment. All right. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810 364 87 for all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty. Small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Hi, Chip Mortimer here. So much depends on your roof. Mortimer Lumber proudly features the Landmark Series shingle from CertainTeed Roofing. Landmark shingles come in many colors to surely enhance the look of your home. Landmark shingles offer a limited lifetime warranty, so you can be assured your roof will last for generations to come. Stop by Mortimer Lumber at 24th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Our expert staff will be glad to help answer all of your questions. Mortimer Lumber has locations in Port Huron, Emily City, Sandusky, and Bad Axe. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Michaels, your dealer for the people. Dennis, what are you doing? I'm trying to do a commercial for Michaels Car Center, but there's so much they do. Like what? Well, they do sales, service, and rentals. They have a body shop. They buy used vehicles. They'll beat or match any deal. Plus, there's guaranteed credit approval. Wow, I knew Michaels Car Center has been the area's hometown dealer for 35 years, but with all that, Michaels really is your dealer for the people. Michaels Car Center, 4371 24th Avenue, Fort Open 8 to 6 weekdays, 9 to 3 on Saturdays. Michael's your dealer for the people. 
Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, Overhead Doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead Doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810 Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our game. We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, uh, you're back with uh, Dennis and uh, Brady. I- I'm only through the MLA City tournament, and I've already got 15 home runs written down. Yeah, that was <laughs> this was not the planned idea for the third segment. No, well, you can talk about anything you want. Well, no, I'm that's fine. We can keep we can keep it going. It's an interesting topic because okay, I just said off the cuff. Hey, if if you had to pick eight for an MLB style home run derby in softball because there's an ungodly amount of home runs, who are you picking? And before we even listed all everyone we could think of, we were at ten. Like just right off the bat, okay. Ali Shagney's hit five home runs on, on our airwaves. Uh, Claire Borg has hit four. Uh, you have um, Callie Perrin that hits bombs. Shavan Scooter hit three home runs when we saw her from Richmond. Uh, Stevenson out of Algonac, or half of the Muskrat lineup, can hit. Uh, Miranda McNaughton out of Northern. Uh, Emma Trombley, who has drove, driven in more runs than anybody in the history of of Port here on high softball. You have, I'm sure, I'm sure there's someone from Memphis that we probably don't know the name that we should that can hit home runs. Uh, Marine City, you have Pelgata that can hit bombs. And again, a lot of them can get it over the fence. And that's basically one player from each team that we've mentioned because St. Clair has more. Marysville has more. PH has more. And that's 10 names before we even actually... Like, even attempt to whittle it down. 
And I'm I'm up to last Friday. All right. <laughs> and I had a big weekend at St. Clair. Yeah, you did. But seriously, like think about it. and like how many home runs? Oh, we haven't gotten any of the North Branch girls in there. Yeah. Uh, I saw Jeez. Mock hit a home run. I saw Dushetsky hit a home run. I saw Ludisher hit a home run. Uh, and there's probably two other girls on that team that can hit the ball out of the park. Yeah. Because Girlish can probably hit it out. Shepard can probably hit it out. Natasha Pickle could probably hit one out. Yeah, I can't Maybe go- even Gracie Hyde. I can't even go back and look because, unfortunately, my old notebook was Destroyed. just absolutely wrecked. <laughs> and I was almost – I had from basketball season, I had almost gotten through the entire notebook, and I finally got a new one. So that's the one I have with me that I started using this week. So I can't go back and do that for me. But, yeah, I think we've listed – I mean – a dozen home run hitters, easy, easy. I mean, it's and like I say, nobody's hitting cheap home runs. Uh, the, the wind makes some of the long home runs go a little longer, but they'd be home runs without the wind. Because I have had like every time I go to Marine City, the wind is blowing out. Like I think, but one- Northern Northern softball, that's not a cheap home run. No, like some of the the parks I go to, and I go, man, this is awfully small. And it's almost too easy for these girls. But Northern is not that place, and I've seen some bombs at Northern. Well, and the the other thing that I was going to say is, you know, well, I just lost my train of thought. Um, like, Northern's not super shallow. PH is, I think, 210. And I think I had one wall-scraping home run that I can think of. Maddie Cole came in in a frozen game and just – Put one that went 205 over the 200 fence, but still, that's it's in a freezing cold game. No one should be hitting the ball more than 100 feet because no one can feel their hands. Are you almost done with your your list? I'm getting there. Yeah, because you, I should go back and do that. But again, I'd have to go through the Cousino girls, which I lost the stats for that game because my book got snowed on too much. Yeah, so I'm counting Clark's home run too. By the way, oh yeah, the one that they took away that, that it went over run. the fence. Yes, yeah, it, it, it was it was probably the furthest hit ball in that game of the home runs that I saw, and there were a few. Uh, ooh, Claire Borg's grand slam can't forget that one. Yeah, that one would have won over twice. <laughs> yeah, that that one was almost like she hit it and then she ran over where it landed and hit it again. <laughs> Seriously, it, 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 that that was an absolute uh, atomic bomb. And then what I see yesterday, just two. Yeah. So I'm up to thirty for the year. Yeah. Well, before Callie Parent hit the home run, if you go back and listen in our archives, I went, "Wow, you know, this year I haven't had a home run." And usually when that happens, you're like, "What's going on with the offense?" Where in years past, you're you're shocked if you see a home run. Like, I think one of the coaches I talked to said, "Yeah, you might see three in a season, but yeah." So I've seen 30 home runs, and 28 of them have been hit by area players. Uh, two players from Frazier I've seen hit a home run. All right, you want to go through the list? Uh, okay, Algonac, Bomberito, two. Bomber, in the, the bomber. In, in the same inning. Uh, Shagney for Northern, Stevenson for Algonac, Shagney for Northern, Sammy Lead for Elmont, Sarah Hall, Two for Almont. And again, we didn't mention any Almont players. Yeah, no, the Sammy Lead would be in a home run inning contest. Mm -hmm. Uh, Izzy Tremblay for PH. Coleman for Marine City. Uh, Kirsten Smith, Marysville. Callie Perrin, Marysville. Hayward for Imlay City. Stone for Imlay City. 
Oles for Marysville. I didn't mention any of these. Yeah. That was good Lord. L- Lara from Frazier. Clay's Meeks from Frazier. Uh, Emma Tremblay from PH. Shagney from Northern. Mock from North Branch. Deshetsky from North Branch. Ludisher from North Branch. Borg from St. Clair. Van Scooter from Richmond with two in the same inning. And you saw her hit one that day, too, on the yeah. other field. Uh, First half of the day. Yeah, Amadar from Richmond. Clark from Richmond. Borg, a grand slam for St. Clair. Uh, McNaughton from Northern yesterday. And Shagney with her fifth of the year uh, for Northern uh, yesterday. Wow. And those are just my games. I didn't throw yeah. in the ones that Brady has seen. Yeah, because, again, seen Borg. Or the ones that I've Shagney. seen in baseball. Because yeah. remember, we did the uh, Yale Algonac game, and each team hit a home run in that game. Yeah, we have. I mean, ba- high school baseball, the bats are nowhere, and balls are nowhere near as lively. No, uh, but I think we've and seen. And the fences are farther back. Yes, I think I've seen. I don't know if I've called a home run in a baseball game. Yeah, we we had the uh, the two because McLaughlin, McLaughlin hit one, and then uh, still the third- is the best facial hair in in <laughs> in the area, and the uh, third it- baseman for Algonac, Critson. Right? Yeah, yeah. Critson hit one right down the line, perfect placing. Yeah. And then I had an inside the park home run on Monday. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I no, I those are my three baseball home runs this year. Yeah, and, and you see them in the, in the box scores. I mean, you saw the Mariners hit like three in a day. Um, so it's not that they don't have power. I saw one of the wa- the Walkers put it off the center field fence. I saw Larry Smayfield almost get it out of Northern, which. Is like hitting it that's over a, a canyon. Oh, he crushed. Like, if that's at Marysville, he hits it, and he flips his bat, and he starts walking immediately. The only home runs I've ever seen hit at uh, Northern in this decade We're, have gone out to right. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm trying to think who the big left-hand hitter was a couple of years ago. Was it Manis? <laughs> no, it wasn't Manis. You know what? Manis never hit a home run in a game. I was so disappointed. He never hit one out. One day the wind was blowing in at 7,000 miles per hour or he would have had a grand slam. Really? He hit the ball so hard out to center field that there was no doubt that on a, a, a normal day it was going to be – and the wind just chopped it down, turned it into a routine catch out in center. And he crushed it. All right, well. And back in the 90s, they had a catcher named Moore. It was so long ago, I can't even remember his first name. But he's the only guy I've seen hit one out to left there. Really? Yeah. And they tell me it happens all the time in batting practice. Seriously? Yeah. I hope hope the dogs back in those yards (laughs) like their chew toys. But anyway, tonight you'll see a good pitching game or at least on one side. Uh, Lance Cruz North going to St. Clair. We assume it's Jacob Turner pitching for the Saints. And I hope so, because I've seen him throw two innings this year, and he was untouchable. And I believe I will see Northern against Marysville. I'm assuming I see Maceo Miller. I don't know that for fact, but it looks like from the forecast, I'll double-check right now, but it looks like we'll have baseball tonight. Good deal. And we should have some good games. I'm excited, too, for Thursday because uh, of the potential for more home runs. Like, you'll have Marysville Northern. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's going to be some some runs. Uh, well, no, that's the, the other baseball game. Yeah. It? Yeah, that's the third game yeah, of that I've, series. I've got the softball game. I've got PH Northern. Yeah. There'll be some home runs hitting that game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just for sure, I'm writing down right now one from Ali Shagney. Might as well. <laughs> yeah, and, and no. I wouldn't, and I wouldn't be surprised uh, if I saw a Trombley girl hit a home run. No, looks like it might might rain for the next hour or so. So we're recording this. It's like eleven. So by noon it'll be done. 
And by the afternoon, might be a little windy, but looks like we're good to go. We've been dealing with windy all season long. Well, I'm going to be in a booth, so the wind's fine for me. No, they, they told you you can't go in there today. Oh, well, yeah. just They're refurbishing it because part of that tabletop had been pulled out, and they didn't want you to get asbestos poisoning. So they're putting <laughs> a new counter in there, so they'll be working on that. And you'll have to uh, the fir- stand right in the teeth of the wind. The Yale doubleheader I did way back at the start of the season, one of the old folding chairs broke while I was mid-broadcast. <laughs> <laughs> like I was sitting there and I just kind of like, just because it was like the second game and it was like 10 nothing at that point. You got to lay and, off the lemon lime uh, Gatorade. Yeah, so. and then it just, and I'm like trying to, sit and not fall while broadcasting and get a new chair and call the game. And yeah, that was, that was entertaining. <laughs> All right. So uh, check us out later today for baseball, St. Clair, Lance Cruz North on stream one, stream two, uh, game two between Northern and uh, Marysville with uh, Brady over at Marysville and uh, check us out again on Friday when we do this all over again. Sounds like a plan. Anything right. else? That's it. All right. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is Stuck on Sports.